WRW is Port Huron Northern's Top 40 Stakes here with the Felix and Tim Sports Show. Dr. Ash at Orthodontic Associates specializes in child, teen, and adult orthodontics. They offer friendly, prompt care with your choice of standard braces, clear brackets, and even customized Invisalign. They offer evening and Saturday appointments to make scheduling easier. Orthodontic Associates is located on 1950 Holland Avenue in Port Huron, Michigan. You can reach them online at bluewaterbraces.com or over the phone at 810-985-9567. Call today. If you or your business want to underwrite our station, call us at 984-2671, extension 1836. What's up, Wave listeners? I guess I'm Felix. I should probably start saying that more. I don't even remember. Is this your pencil? Yeah. Okay. I needed a pencil. Okay. Yeah. If you guys remember a rule in elementary school, if the pencil is not longer than your pinky, you're, like, not allowed to use that pencil. I remember that rule. And there's a lot of stupid rules in elementary school that have grown out since we've been to high school. But anyway, let's cut to the chase here. We're getting into sports. Welcome to the Felix and Tim Sports Show. Airs every Thursday from 3 to 4. Except for last Thursday. Snow day. Then the next two Thursdays will be Christmas break, so we won't be on. Uh, Enjoy your Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you want to say. And, you know, spend good quality time with family. I know we host Christmas at my house. We have the grandparents, the great-grandparents, and... You know, a few people who want to stop by. We usually open presents with family, and, you know, it's overall just a good time. Yeah, I mean, usually I'm just basically it's just me and my parents for Christmas every year. We just kind of hang out at home. We don't really go anywhere. Sometimes we make a pretty big dinner, but we just host whoever's in town basically at our house, and it's just how it goes. Just cool atmosphere, easy, easy going. Yeah, so, you know, be sure to get together with family. You know, a bunch of people are traveling, so, you know, be careful. It's winter, so, you know, be careful on the roads with all the travel. But enjoy your Christmas and your New Year's. I know for New Year's Eve, my parents are going to be gone, so I don't really know what I'm going to do. I might just chill at home aren't with sparkling. To, aren't they going to Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. Yep, they're going to watch the two top hockey teams, which we'll briefly mention. We'll talk about them. Um, when we cover, you know, the league news here in NHL. But first off, we'll start off with NFL. Then we have some NHL and NBA stuff coming up later in the show. And if you want to call in at any time through the show, whether it's NFL, NHL, or NBA, you know, we'll skip around with you. The number is 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160. It should be connected right now. Um, I'm working on it. I could hear a little pop, but yeah, anyway. I, th- I think it worked, but I'll, I'll kick it off. Okay, so the Lions faced off against the Buccaneers on December 10th. The Lions played a pretty even game throughout and battled for every point. Lions would end up winning 24-21, to but in dramatic fashion. The Lions were up 21-7 to heading into the fourth, but Tampa Bay was driving when the fourth quarter started, and they scored a quick touchdown. After Tampa tied the game behind Jameis Winston, possibly finding his rhythm, the Lions made a game-winning drive and kicked a game-winning field goal with 20 seconds left to win 24-21. to Sorry, the game was just turnovers that really killed the drives and started the drives. Yeah, and that that's what it was. Uh, the Lions' defense forced five turnovers, but the Lions also gave up the ball three times. 
Um, Stafford and you know the Lions were driving at the end of the second or at the end of the first half, just before halftime. You know they were driving down the field. They were in field goal range, but then he made a pass to the sidelines that was intercepted, cost him three points. So I mean it's a good way to get the win, but yet again, like all Lions fans have been saying this year, the Lions never dominate. No matter what team they play, it's always, you know, 24-21. Like we're up 21-7 in the fourth, then we blow it, or you know the first quarter we're getting stomped on, but then we make it close, and you know the Lions keep playing these games where it's decided decided by one play it doesn't really show the true skill of the Lions I feel and I, I think the Lions are better than their record I think if they do win out the rest of the year I think they still would, should have been a better team than 10 and 6 I mean for sure but like I don't know we can say all we want that they're a better team than what their record shows but the record is the last you know it's what it's what you see when you see the team and it's just kind of proved how they played because they've gotten close, but they just can't finish out in the games that are important. And then, like, they did finish out on this game, but obviously <laughs> their record shows otherwise. Yeah, but stats for the game, Stafford had 36 completions out of 44 attempts, 381 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Theo Riddick had 10 attempts for 29 yards and two touchdowns. You know, great for the two touchdowns, but still – not really a great run game. Yeah. Eric Ebron sure. had 10 receptions for 94 yards, and Golden Tate had the one touchdown catch. And on the other side of the ball, Jameis Winston was 26 for 38, throwing for 285 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. And Barber had 12 attempts for 58 yards. And then the story of the game was really, you know, the turnovers. They definitely, you know, this game could have been a higher scoring game, but uh, the turnovers killed some drives and, you know, created some points. So, um, you know, they, they really – the Lions' defense, you know, proved something. But I think the Lions on the other side of the ball proved something even more when their defense forces five turnovers, but they can't, you know, get a lot of points off those. So it's kind of just, you know, killing if, say, you get a turnover in the opponent's side of the field and you don't even get any points out of it. It's kind of like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of a roller coaster of emotions like – yay and now you're like oh now we got absolutely nowhere and fun fact as i was typing eric ebron i typed ebron and it said i spelled it wrong so i was like okay like i didn't i didn't think it was that hard to spell but it wanted to correct it to lebron as in lebron james so sorry eric ebron you're not very popular (laughs) he's not popular enough to have his name put in a dictionary for google docs I, I really don't Sorry. think he compares to LeBron, LeBron in his respective <laughs> sport. But at the same time, well, it's just give like, the Lions some credit. It's just like that guy on the in the NHL. His name was Michael Jordan. I, I saw this one character. It was a player comparison. It's like Michael Jordan scored like 29,000 points in his career, and then it said Michael Jordan of the Carolina Hurricanes scored four. <laughs> I think he yeah. got cut in his last season. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. But anyway, we missed two weeks of the NFL, so the next game the Lions played was against the Chicago Bears, and they knew they had to play sharper than they did against Tampa Bay, and they really did that on a Saturday game. The Lions played the Bears wearing their color rush jerseys at 4.30 on Saturday. The Lions came out and dominated from the start. They had a 23 lead at half and finished the game winning 20-10. Darius Slay had two interceptions that led the defense and shut down the team with their young quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky. 
And Stafford went 25 for 33, 237 yards and two touchdowns. Riddick had eight attempts, 49 yards. Ebron again led the receiving with five receptions, 33 yards and a touchdown. Trubisky on the other side of the ball. Trubisky was 31 for 46 for 314 yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions. Howard had 10 attempts for 37 oh. yards, and Wright had seven receptions for 81 yards. Jeez. So I think the key there was just shutting down the running game, forcing Trubisky to throw. And obviously, you know, he had a pretty good game, but it's just the three interceptions that yeah. kind of kill you. Holy crap. But <laughs> now for the more important section for Lions fans right now. Uh, they are sitting on their couches, getting ready for football Sunday, sweating. They, I mean, you shouldn't be sweating for the Lions games. You should be watching the Atlanta games panicking because the Lions play at the Bengals, who are 5-9. and nine. Marvin Lewis has already said that he's not coming back next season. And, and you're against the Packers, who, after the loss against Carolina, Aaron Rodgers, they put him back on IR so that he can heal with that collarbone properly. So we're going to be back to Brent Hundley, back to, you know, an eh, mediocre Packers team. Yeah. The Lions need to win out. So at the Bengals versus the Packers, not hard to win out, but they need Atlanta to lose both games to get in. But this could be possible because Atlanta has such a hard schedule, which they are at New Orleans 10-4 and and against the Carolina Panthers 10-4. and And both those teams are division rivals. And that division is so close because I think, what, Atlanta is what? So the Lions are 8-6. and six. Atlanta is 9-5 and uh, five then, or... Yeah, nine and five. So they can't tie with Atlanta because Atlanta technically owns the tiebreaker. So they need to lose both. And the thing is, if New Orleans wins, that's going to give Carolina more apt to win later because then they're, they have to keep competing because New Orleans and Carolina are battling for the division in which New Orleans owns because – I think they beat Carolina both times. Yeah. So both these teams are fighting for that position. Just because they're 10-4 and four doesn't mean they're in the playoffs because they have to win, and any team could really be out. The NFC wildcard race is very, very close, and same with the AFC. And so, yeah, like I mentioned, all teams are division rivals. So, I, you know, I don't think New Orleans or Carolina is just going to be like, okay, backups, go out there. We're just going to throw this game because, you know, they're really not going to. But anyway – Moving on to the Pro Bowl. I'll do the I'll do the, the rosters list. were just announced, I think, like a few days ago. It, it wasn't too and long. And a few teams kinda got snubbed. So we'll talk about that after we give you the official very, very long list of things. You don't I don't think you should have to read the offensive linemen like tackle, guard, center. Just skip over those. well, everything's pretty important. And then skip the next three. Those are the only ones you're allowed to skip. All right, so in the AFC, we got the wide receivers, Antonio Brown of the Steelers, DeAndre Hopkins of the Texans, A.J. Green of the Bengals, and Keenan Allen of the Chargers. For tight end, we had Travis, Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski. No, he only got suspended for one game. Outside linebackers, we have Von Miller, Jadavion Clowney, and 
Dogs. Inside middle linebacker, C.J. Mosley, Ryan Shazer. And cornerback, A.J. Bowie, Jalen Ramsey, Akib Tlaib, and Casey Howard. And free safety, we have Eric Weddle. Strong safety, Rashad Jones, and Mike Bennett-Hyde. Special teams, punter, Brett Curran. Kicker, Chris Boswell. Return specialist, Tyree Kill. And special teamer, Matthew Snyder. Yeah, so I think overall a good... You know, team for the AFC. Obviously, the Lions are in the NFC. Um, they have some pretty strong positions, but a lot of this depends on if the Steelers or Patriots go to the Super Bowl because the Steelers have eight players in this AFC Pro Bowl. So if they go to the Super Bowl, obviously, if you go to the Super Bowl, you can't play in the Pro Bowl. So they're going to have, you know, if it's Patriots, Steelers, they're going to have a lot of alternates, but I, there's like four or five alternates on every single position so that's kind of crazy but you know some of their strong points definitely wide receivers definitely have a good wide receiving core um for sure the fullback he'll be you know a key role because you know for the Patriots they like to run it with the fullback James Devlin has really proven to be a really great guy he's just he's just the guy you see when you play the Patriots with the neck pad and then Really great return specialists in Tyreek Hill and special teamer Matthew Slater, both really great. Um, but, yeah, I don't think there's too many snubs. And the AFC, there's really, like, we, I only really know much about the Lions and who I thought should have been the plural bowl for them. But in the AFC, their whole team looks, you know, really good. You obviously have Tom Brady at quarterback, Phillip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger all having great years. And then your defense is just stacked with a bunch of Jaguars because their defense is amazing this year. So, I mean, can't be disappointed, I don't think, if you're a fan of any AFC team. All right, so for the next one, I'll do the NFC, too. Wide receiver, Julio Jones, Adam Thielen, Michael Thomas, and Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, tight end, Zach Ertz, Jimmy Graham. Quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees. Running back, Todd Gurley, Alvin Kamara, and Mark Ingram. Fullback, Kyle Busiak. Safety Landon Collins and Malcolm Jenkins. Special teams punter Johnny Hecker. Kicker Greg Zerlin. Return specialist Farrell Cooper and special teamer Peter Baker. I just love how the Rams have three of the special teams people. And also the one Lions player there, Darius Slay. He's also, you know, he's had a great year. Seven interceptions. Um but I, I honestly think the A or the NFC would win because their team is just absolutely stacked. Obviously, they don't have Carson Wentz due to injury, but, like, their defense, their interior linemen, Fletcher Cox, Aaron Donald, and Gerald McCoy are easily, easily all, like, can be a star on that team, and they've all proven that. But the Lions snubs, I kind of think, you know, Stafford, we all think he should be there. Um, I think they, they mentioned he would be playing yeah, because he is an alternate. He is an alternate because Carson Wentz is injured. So, you know, he might get pulled up. But I think he, he, he could have been first team because his ranks were all about first, second, or third 
and among NFC quarterbacks. So, I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't be in the Pro Bowl. But, I mean, props to the Saints. They got a quarterback and two running backs in there. They definitely are a great team. Definitely going to be a threat in the playoffs. Um, but hopefully we can see the Lions get to the playoffs. But if you have any opinions on the Pro Bowl or the Lions' chances on getting in the playoffs, feel free to call in. It's 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160. We're wrapping up the football section of our talk show. Next up, we're moving on to hockey. But feel free and tell us about your Lions' opinions you can at also, any time of the show. Also, feel free to tell us about your Red Wings' opinions because, holy cow, what a week. <laughs> yeah. What a great week for Red Wings fans. No, that was complete sarcasm. But anyway, you'll learn more about that in a few seconds. Keep it here. We'll be back after the break. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Keep listening for your favorite music here at 91.9 FM The Way. St. Clair Community College has provided a college-level education to students since 1923. We are located on 23 Erie Street here in Portland. If you'd like to receive a college-level education locally, give us a call at 810-989-5721. St. Clair Community College in downtown Port Huron. Start here, go anywhere. If you or a company you know would like to underwrite our station, call WORW at 810-984-8274, extension 1836. What's up, Wave listeners? We're back. And we're going to be going straight into the intro. All right. We'll get... I don't know. Um, yeah, so apparently my mic was a little bit off when I was trying to talk, or when I was trying to explain out the, uh, the NFC Pro Bowl team. I'm pretty sure. I just didn't speak into the microphone. I don't know. Uh, it's not registering. Hang on. Is it not even, is it not even registering? I have no idea. Okay. Um, guess we're going to have to go off one mic. That's super weird. I don't think anything got unplugged. Is it, is it working? It's not even, it's not even Okay. Great. One mic. Hey. I can hear you now through the headphones. Yeah, I could hear myself like a little bit, but once we turned it off, it was gone. So we're just going to do one mic now. We're kind of... Right. I love this. All right. Okay, so I'm going to have to be even closer to you when I'm sitting. We're sitting face to face, and now if things get heated, we're probably going to end up hitting each other. And uh, this is what? I Okay. We got a new board. The mouse is on the other side of the keyboard. I honestly hate that. But anyway... We got to jump into the NHL. One mic, one dream, one show. Yay. <laughs> All right, I'll start I'll start it off. Okay, so first so close to me. So for I know it's it's really awkward cuz we're going like nose to nose. All right, so for the last uh 6 games is it since we missed a week? Yep. 
Okay, <laughs> so first game we had uh, them playing St. Louis. They ended up losing that game 6-1. to one. That was a brutal loss. Uh, follow this up. It was a four-game homestead, by the way. Uh, in the next game, they played Florida, lost to them. Also, it was 2-1. to one. Then they lost to Boston, 3-2. to two. And yeah, for the final game in the homestead, they played Toronto, and we actually beat Toronto. That was the one team I really – Thought they why I didn't think they'd have a chance against them, like compared to Boston and Florida. But you know, oh well, whatever. And then for the last two games, we had. Are you kidding me? I don't even. I don't know why they they lose. Okay, they lost to St. Louis, and that's fair because they're a solid oh, yeah. team, obviously. Well, yeah, but Florida's not. Florida's not that solid of a team. Boston kind of sucks this year. Toronto's actually good. So like, hey, if we check this right here, you have the. The top 16. They're number nine. They're number nine in the league, like power rankings. So I don't, I don't understand how they can beat them, but not number 13 or number. Not even ranked. Florida's not, not even, even on there. They're not Florida's even on here. Not even good. They're not top 16. The problem is with Detroit, and you'll see it with the Pistons too, is that they don't have a solid star. I mean, our solid star this year is Larkin, and well, like saying that like Larkin, but it's it barely is. That's the issue. It's like it barely is Dylan Larkin. Like if you look at his stats, it it's not that good to be honest. Like obviously he's scoring points for us and he's keeping us in the games, but he's just not. Okay, I like this idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, so how's this? I think it's good. Hopefully you can hear us pretty well. We just turn the mic up so it's less awkward. We okay. Can put it away farther. But yeah, you know th they just lack a superstar, and the problem is, is it's it's just not working. Detroit doesn't have a full team, and then they don't have a superstar to carry them. There's not like a guy that can just go out there and score. Like you know the Washington Washington has Ovi, so he can just go out there and score score literally whenever he wants. Basically, we don't have a player that can just control the game like that. Yeah, it's just. And I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's just just a lack of, you know, a full team and having all your lines be, you know, good. It's, it's just something that Detroit's lacked and something that they've lacked in the previous years. But, and I mean, we have a captain who's, who's picked it up. You know, now he's third on the team in points, second on the team in assists. Where he hasn't been rear, very, like, he hasn't been ranked. I haven't seen him in a while. Like, on the points and stats list, I haven't seen Tatar in forever. So, I mean, yes, yeah, you know, Zetterberg's doing better, and I think some guys are stepping up. It's just Detroit's not winning, no. and that's the bottom line. No. They're not losing in overtime. They're losing. They're just, yeah, it's just straight losses. It's two, we've went two and four. There hasn't been one-point losses it's been two and four, and Detroit's staying around 500. And what can they do? Jimmy Howard, 10, 10, and 6, 2.88 goals allowed average, 0.907 save percentage. Mrazek, 3, 4, and 1, 3.64 goals allowed average, and a 0.892 save percentage. So, in the case of goalies, this is the best we got. We have Jimmy Howard starting, he's the best we got. And we have Mrazek, who's a backup. And he's showing that he's more of a backup this year. So, it's, 
I don't I don't know what's going on with the goalie situation. We were really looking for someone that would just kind of step it up this year. We were hoping that would be Mrazic, but obviously he's not really. It's he's, no one. He's, yeah, we don't have an actual starter. It's honestly no one. Last year we had the option where it was they were both starting goalies, like they were starting caliber goalies. But now, now you don't want to start either of them, like ever. No. You don't want to start either of them because Jimmy Howard literally has six overtime losses. He can't hold it down ever when we get into overtime. Obviously, that's points, but he's the one that keeps us from getting two points. I don't, I don't understand. And Mrazic just can't. He just can't hold on. I don't know. He's like two and two or something. Three, four, and one. Three, four, and one. Yeah, really small. Anyway, small numbers. The power play percentage is twenty-two point six, which is seventh in the league. Still a good power play. Penalty kills, 80.9%, which is 17th in the league. That's dropped. In Detroit this season, I had to actually do the math on this stat because I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> I don't know why they don't carry this stat, but Detroit has just under the league average registering 1,040 shots this season, which comes to about 30.58 shots per game. That's literally They just, also count just shots average. against per game. That's like fantasy football counting your points against. You can't really control that. It's just average. I yeah, it's it just, really is. There's nothing special. Thirty point five eight is a good number of shots per game. Yeah, it's just. It's about average. It's it's just, I don't know. They're not scoring. I mean, the one game we won, uh, or the two games we won, the one we dominated six to three, still gave up three. Yeah, it was against the island. Then their game was Toronto. It was probably an empty net goal, three to one. It's probably <laughs> two to one. Other games we St. Louis we got blown out six to one Florida two one Boston three two Philadelphia four three and we blew a lead to Philadelphia. Yeah, but Philadelphia you give them credit because they're a pretty hot team lately. They're a good team. Yeah, and then, just lately, like and, and not. Yeah, Philadelphia yeah. is, you know, they've moved up to the playoff spot, which doesn't matter right now, but that just shows you know that they're, like, up there. Yeah. But um, this is this is the point of the season where you start finding out who's where. Because, you know, every team is kind of like they're pretty close right now. But now they're going to start thinning out. And, you know, in the NHL, five points is, you know, a pretty big margin because that's two and a half wins. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the Red Wings are going to start showing their true colors. I think they're 13, 14, and 7 right now. Yeah. And so for better or for worse, this is going to be it. Yeah. You're, you're going to start seeing what's, what the season's going to turn out to and be it, very it's soon. It's just been a few stretches where it's just like two and four, three, three and one, like just the same, just bleh. Yeah. There's never a 7 0 or 0 oh and 7. It's just we, bleh. Once we it's beat just around. Right after we beat the Jets, we lost it. We we beat them five to one. It was just a great game, and then we just lost all momentum. Oh, we had. And that was to stop a a skid. Yeah, a like big a skid. Seven game losing streak or whatever. <laughs> and we took another four game, and it was like okay, cool. Anyway, Advocator was fined five thousand for spearing Scott Mayfield in Tuesday night's game and Tuesday night's win against the New York Islanders. He was assessed a minor penalty for slashing in the game. That's a uh, pocket pocket change. Yeah, really. Because he just got an extension for a lot of money. I could. So it's pocket change. I for could him. go into a whole hour <laughs> of talking about how these punishments suck. are so dumb. They suck. Yeah. If the government 
like, if I was late for a payment or something and the government assessed me a $5,000 fine, yeah, I'd be freaking out and panicking. But this guy makes, like, probably two, three million a year. Yeah. That's nothing. I know. That's just weird. Unless you're going to tax them for half of it. <laughs> Most of but it is taxed. That's nothing. 5000 That's like taxing Tom Brady $10. Taxing Tom Brady, like, even $10,000 at that point. You can tax any NFL player $100,000 and they don't care. Yeah. It doesn't if matter. If you want to spear a guy in game penalties, yeah, they should be less. You know? Well, yeah. So, say you fine them 200000 that's now you're talking. If it's an out of game suspension or something dumb that you need to find, gee, that should be like 600, 700. You're basically making the league look bad when it's out of game. In game, yeah, there's situational times, there's stuff that happens, so it should be a little less. Yeah. I'm not this is 5,000 less. Not that much. Uh, it should be enough to, they were to where to, it should be enough to where the player actually knows when to stop. Like they've been trying to get rid of spearing forever. Like it's a really, really, it's, da- 5, it's a dangerous 000, play. Do it's you think five thousand really is gonna change his mind? No. Well, like it doesn't even show him a lesson because it's just like you have to teach him it's a lesson a at that point. Because it's he, just the commissioner giving him a little flick on the arm, saying, he's, he's like, "Please don't do that again." Hey, you need to stop. Spearing is bad. I'm An applicator says, ha, ha, and pulls 5000 out of a clip in his pocket. Yeah, it's just pocket change. Thank you. Whatever. All right, we got some little, happy news here. Give him a little, give him a little kiss on your way out <laughs> because got, that's embarrassing. See, okay, for the next story, we got a little bit of happy news here, and uh, this is just league news, basically. So we're going to be talking the Islanders. Apparently, they want a bid to make their stadium at Belmont Park on the actual Long Island. So, the Islanders... Isn't that a drink? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Isn't the Long Island a drink, though? Yeah, Long, didn't I- answer my Long question. Island. Long Island iced tea. Oh. Yeah. No, but... um. So, the players are obviously excited, and so are the fans, because, hey... Islanders are now playing on an island. John Tavares said it's where the team belongs. It's. I think so. it's cool. I think it's. That'd be fun. I'd want to go to a game if it was on Long Island, like actual island. Well, yeah, it makes more sense. I know it's kind of. Cool. I mean, there's a bunch of teams jammed up in the New York area. You got Buffalo. You got New Jersey. You got <laughs> Philadelphia. New York Rangers. Yeah, New, New York Jersey Islanders. doesn't even play in New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. So like, uh, I, I don't even know where New Jersey Stadium is. I. I'm pretty sure it's. It might either be in Newark or, or in New York. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying it's one or the other. Know, I'm pretty sure they're all jammed together in that little area. Yeah. Soon they need to get out. The Delaware Dogs. That'll be the 32nd <laughs> team. <laughs> the Delaware Dogs. I heard there was a new team. I don't know where it was going though. I don't know. They could bring Seattle. back so many teams. They're gonna. What? I think they're going oh, for Seattle? a Seattle bid. Yeah. That'd be cool. That's the next bid, is what I heard. Other than the stadium. Yeah, because the West Coast does need a team. It'd have to be West Coast. So it'd be. I'm or, pretty sure. Unless they're gonna move Detroit back over to the West. Yay! Man, we already were. <laughs> no, they have to yeah. move us back. They literally just flip flopped us. Atlanta. Yeah. Well, Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta back. Let's bring back the Thrashers. Danny Heatley anyway. still. 225 to go on the top 16 teams 
This is the super forth. 16. I feel like we should do it. No, there's nothing. Last two minutes, you just uh, 50. Go back and forth. Stall for 10 Stall seconds. Stall for. Okay, so. Um, Detroit's still bad. Yeah, Detroit's pretty bad. They're not even on the top 16 list. I'm just waiting for Witkowski to come back so we can score a bunch of goals. All right, two minutes left. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, 24-7-2. They are number one in the Super 16. Nashville Predators, number two, 21-8-4. Kind of surprised me Kevin Fiala has an eight-game point streak. That's pretty sick. Number three, St. Louis Blues, 22-12-2. Blues D has scored 24 goals, which is second, and Jay Bosemeister has missed five games with the lower body. Wow. He's old. In fourth place, Los Angeles Kings, 21-10-4. They are last in the league in road power play percentage, but they lead the league in third period, period goal differential. They're still really good. Number five, Winnipeg Jets, 20-10-5. Jets are third in power play percentage, but Dustin Bifuglin is week-to-week -week with lower body injury. And number six, Vegas Golden Knights, 22-9-2. The Knights are 7-0-1 in their past eight. Holy cow. Number seven, Washington Capitals, 22-12-1. Terrible on special teams lately. 1-14 power play percentage and 6-10 power penalty kill percentage, but they have been known to be very good in December on our very trots. 38-35-8-7. Holy cow. Number eight, the New Jersey Devils, 19-9-5. Boyle is hot with 12 points eight. in 13 games. Jayzax Colbs, two goals in the past 16. Solid. Number nine, Toronto Maple Leafs, 21-14-1. Austin Matthews is coming back from injury, but Sakita Zetayev is on IR. Wow. New York Rangers, number 10, 19-12-3. Rangers are 12-1-1 at home since October 26th, but no D-man has scored since November 6th. <laughs> number 11, Columbus Blue Jackets, 21-13-1. Blue Jackets have lost, their, they've lost their last four out of five on the road and play their next seven and ten on the road. But they have a line that's on fire. Artani, Panarin, Pierre-Luc Dubois, and Josh Anderson. Wow. Uh, 12th, Chicago Blackhawks, 17-11-5, are 2-39 on the power play in the last 10. Bruins, 17-10-5. That's it. Islanders, 14th, 18-3-3. Minnesota Wild, 18-13-3. Uh, Eric Stahl scored a lot. San Jose Sharks, 17-11-4. Brent Burns is pretty good, too. And Dallas and Pittsburgh also dropped out from last week's. That was your Keep Super 16 in here. two minutes. So We're going to talk NBA. about the NBA. Blah. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck... Funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have any body to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. <laughs> it's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. <laughs> That's really funny. Keep riding our wave here at 91.9 FM The Wave to hear more of today's hottest hits. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to mooch off your friends. You gonna finish that grape? You mean the one in my mouth? You don't need to stop buying the necessities. What you're smelling is a natural musk. Ew. You don't need to be a medical test subject. How do you feel? Mostly okay. I... <laughs> Sometimes, though. <laughs> You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. 
You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. All right, deal. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. We're back. Gosh. Sorry. Okay, so <laughs> it was the output that was wrong. Now you can hear him off his own mic. So that's good. I think, right? It's working? Is it working? You can yep. hear me, right? Yes. It's, okay. You're a little quiet like always, but whatever. I'm talking right okay, into the mic. Let me let me try to plug it into the other one. Okay. Here, I'll give you this one. You can fire okay. off. Okay. okay, so this is going to be the NBA. Sorry, mic was a little bit close. His mic picks up more stuff than my mic does but whatever okay so you can still hear what me the right heck it works now. that mic okay uh i'll take it it's I'll it's literally it. that was literally the most like random thing I, no 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 i don't i don't want to like offend Hello. people but like that was the most dad way to fix something just switch it no just plug it in and plug it back plug it out and plug it back in pop the battery out Plug it back in. Like, come on, son. You should know this by now. Just take it out and put it back in. It's always the way to fix things. <sighs> Where's the boo button? I mean, my dad's pretty smart and fixing things. How about yours? Stop. Just stop. Stop. Hey. Stop. How about yours? Yeah, he's pretty good at fixing stuff. Has he ever told you? Has he ever told you that? Just... Just plug it in. Just plug it in again. See, it works. No. And, th- and then it does work. It's usually it's... No, I don't even... I just try to fix stuff on my own at this point. <laughs> it's it's either... That's. I think that's I the first thing it. I should always do is just... If if plug something's it in, wrong, plug it, plug it in and plug it back out. That's what I do. Just like... That's just what I do usually. Like if my PlayStation's not working, I just close that, plug it back in. All right. Off topic, but back on topic. Pistons. No, no, no. Before we go into the Pistons, please call... At 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160. If you want to talk about the Red Wings, if you want to talk about the Lions, if you want to tell us how good the Red Wings are, we'll tell us how wrong you are. Yeah. But feel free to call in, please. Yeah. We've been waiting. So, Or you can tell us we're wrong because we could could use that. We kind of need it. We're just lonely. We're just lonely, honestly. No. I'm not wrong. Yeah, we're never wrong. Sorry. Good point. You were wrong. Well, you've been wrong. Yeah, but you're usually just wrong. I'm usually just right. Yeah. But anyway, I'd love to get some different opinions in here. Because, I mean, me and Tim both think the Red Wings are bad. So if you think the Red Wings are good. Please tell us why they're good. If you think the Pistons are good, go ahead and tell me the Pistons are good. Because I'll disagree with you again. If you think the Lions are good. Or bad? I don't know. I could probably go either way on that one. Yeah, there's no right answer to that one. But there are right answers to the other two. So if you do have anything to tell us, please call us at 810-258-3160. That's that's our number. 810-258-3160. Please, you have 12 minutes left. I'm pretty sure you can text us, too, if you don't want to call. So if you just have, like, something short to say, we'll shout you out. You can actually just text that number. I figured this out. We have messages on it. So if you want to just text it, obviously, same number, 810-258-3160. Good old ticket text. Yeah. Well, ticket text, ticket talk. Woo! 
Woo, all right, Pistons. Woo. So, no, just kidding. We're just doing the last three. Felix did, like, the last six for the Red Wings, but, you know, there's not much to talk about with the Pistons. This is basically their highlight of the season. Uh, what? This basically, what do you mean the highlight of the season? This was the highlight of their I last I think their six. highlight of the season was going doing good. and seven. Yeah, it was, like, being second in the East. Now they're 17 and 14. Anyway, yeah. though. Yeah. That's, well, there yeah, it goes. Sucks. There yeah, it goes. Exactly. So, in their last three, they played the Pacers in Indiana. They ended up winning that game 104 to 98. Unbelievable. Uh, they played oh. the Magic at home. Oh. Next up, they uh, won that game also 114 to 110. But in a very disappointing loss, they lost to the Mavs 110 to 93. You know what? Wow. Everyone, everyone, like, if they listen to the show, was hating on me. For saying that the Pistons were going to be bad later in the season. But I knew they they were not going to keep that up, what they started with you know, through the season. That. They've done that for a long time. They do that all the time where they'll start off really hot. We it just thought like it was this year. We five, thought they put it together. Five seasons ago, they started off like 5-0, and oh, and then they lost 10. It's <laughs> just That's just how they do it. But like literally, against the Mavs? The leading oh, scorer was God. Anthony Tolliver. When Ew. you're ever, uh. do you ever see mm. Cleveland with a leading scorer that you don't know? That's the thing with these good teams is that no no-name leads the team in scoring, and they also have a better average than, like, Tobias Harris. 17.5 points per game is your highest points per game average? That's tragic. That's terrible. That's tragic. Tobias Harris These stats are terrible contract. besides Andre Drummond, and Andre Drummond is okay. He's good he, at rebounding. He's, he's good at he's really he's good stepping at up his game with scoring, but he's still not a huge threat for these teams. See, if the, they have a good big man, good night, Detroit. We're done. Yeah. When like we knew that the when, Mavs when he played off unexplainable. Well, okay, Dirk is Dirk is good, but Dirk will never out rebound Andre Drummond. Never doesn't matter how tall he is, but obviously Andre Drummond's not fast enough to do anything about his post game. Dirk whenever, is just phenomenal. Whenever I watch the Pistons, they play terrible. Well, yeah. When we went to the one game, <laughs> we went to go see yeah. Boban. They played like garbage. Someone I don't remember who it was. What Dwayne Dedman, right? Yeah, Dedman. he had a double. He had a double double in the, in the first, first half. half. Ten points and ten rebounds. Obviously not the best double double, but he still had like four offensive rebounds. He had like eight. And Andre Drummond had like in. two points and thirteen rebounds. Yeah, Andre Drummond's is the rebounder extraordinaire, but it's he's just it's the just league. the Pistons' problem. They were never going to hold it together from the start. And look at them now. They they don't have a great player. They're seven. On their team. They're seven and fourteen. Seventh in the East. They dropped last. Whenever we went there last, they were third place or fourth place. They dropped down to seven. Um, they've lost seven of their last ten. But you know, still they they bounced back from a seven-game losing streak with a three-game winning streak. Two of those games, they didn't actually have Avery Bradley. But okay. It's. It's I don't I don't I don't see a lot of good coming out of having Avery Bradley on the team. Obviously, he's a fantastic. If anyone defender. besides Andre Drummond got injured, what would the difference be? Nothing. Avery the Pistons Bradley are lost a subpar won. team so. all around. I think you could start your bench on the Pistons besides Andre, and you'd play the same exact game 
at the same exact level. No matter who's in, it's always just bleh. It's always just subpar. Bleh. It's bland. It's, it's disgusting. It's stupid to watch. Boring. I watched the third quarter of a game, and I they didn't score. Yeah, they beat Atlanta, which is one of the worst teams in the NBA this year. But, like, Reggie Jackson went, like, 0 for 5, and they got pulled from the game, and Ish Smith was the highlight of the team when I watched. And if you have Ish Smith as your highlight of the team, you don't have a great team. Or you should put Ish Smith as your starting point guard because he's obviously going to do more. Obviously, the Pistons just don't have anything. Pistons are interesting. Yeah, they have a 17-14 and 14 record. That's pretty good for right now. For what I see on paper from the Pistons, 17-14 and 14 is actually good. They're actually lucky to have that. Yeah, they're lucky that they're even positive this year. So if you have any opinions, please feel free to call 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160. Uh, as for some team stats, we're just going to go over them real quick. Uh, for team, the team-wise stats, we have the everything's really subpar except for opponents' points per game. Holy cow. Uh, for the what? total team points per game, they have 102.6, which is 21st in the league. In rebounds, they, are 40, they have 42.4, which is 19th, despite Andre Drummond making up almost a half. He basically averages like half of their rebounds per night, which is I. That's why I. That's why I said if you take everyone out besides Andre Drummond, the game does not change for the Pistons. Doesn't Period. Could trade for anyone. Doesn't. I happen. wish someone would call in so I could yell at them more. <laughs> just cause they tell us, just so they can tell us, hey, we're. Reggie Jackson averages 5.1, and the second leading assist person on the team is Andre Drummond with 3.7. There's two things wrong with that sentence. Um, excuse me? There's two things wrong with that sentence. Andre Drummond and 3.7. Andre Drummond is picking up his stats. I love that. No. But still, I don't that's care. That's still stupid. Why no. is your second place person, Andre Drummond? Yeah. Sit? Yeah. What he's, do you I don't a, care that he's picking up his numbers. He's a big center. He shouldn't have to what pick the up heck? Numbers just suck. Just it's It's not even it, no, it's not even him picking up his numbers. 3.7 is not good. Yeah, but for a center it's pretty good. A bad number is 5.1 for Reggie Jackson. He's averaging 15 points and 5 assists as the starting point guard on the team. So what? what's the problem then? Van Gundy or the players? Players. They have no good players. Van Gundy actually led them to you know some good, good games. He actually knows what he's talking about. He's not a bad guy. But you have players like Tobias Harris who's going to probably get a max contract for averaging 17 points and five rebounds See? a game. But you Congrats. look around the league, said, but you look around the league, and there's two super teams taking every player. Where do you sign a player? No, honestly. No, 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 no. Where do, you, where do you sign a player that's not the all-star of their team? The draft. And they wow. The draft. So, you know, it doesn't <laughs> even matter. Because we 
But the draft is the draft is a hit or miss. The problem is when you have a team like Cleveland with LeBron just recruiting all these players to come in for absolutely no money. That's just a disgrace to the league. And then you have Golden State just having unlimited amount of money somehow, signing everyone by who knows what power. That's also a disgrace. No one wants to see that. We actually want to see the teams spread the wealth. That's why teams like the NFL will never fail to have a super team. Because guess what? The Patriots will be the only thing you consider a super team. When Tom Brady's gone, no way they're going to be as good as they were. It's so hard to make a super team in the NFL because there's 22 people. In the NBA, there's five starters. You technically don't have to play a bench at all in the game, but you'd like to have like about three or four pretty good subs. Cleveland has two whole lineups that are like good, yeah, that are great. I could look up all the teams. I could look up all the teams, and I bet you I could not recognize some of the starting five on more than half. And I've known NBA for, you know, a good while now. I know who the superstars are, and I know who the players are. But it's just so, like the Pistons. The Pistons, you, you look at their team, and you're barely going to find it. Is my mic off again? Okay, Tim shot down again. Hang on. Hang on, Tim. Are you going to pop me in three? Is it working now? Are we good? All right. Hey. Are we good? Yep, there you go. I can hear you a little bit. All right, cool. Pistons. Never mind. You're not good. This is freaking stupid. It's it's actually the mic, I think. Definitely the mic. Are you going to try to plug it in? Oh, my gosh. This is the final two minutes of the show, and we have to deal with this. It's not on. Did it register at all? Is it registering? Now it is. Am I here? Yeah. Okay, this mic sucks. So. Pistons suck. And the teams, they're very stacked. But obviously, there are teams that are working to fix that. Like the Celtics, who, you know, they did trade for Kyrie. But it's not. They're building. It's not even that, though. Team. It's that the rest of the teams don't have a chance. Yeah. Well, the Pistons are never going to be in the top two in the East with Boston and Cleveland. Well, the Pistons are never going to make it anywhere if they don't trade okay. the players that okay, okay, they okay. need to trade. But it's not the just the Pistons. The it's issue. Not just, it's the whole NBA. Yeah, it's true. The teams are screwed at the bottom. Well, I feel like, yeah, the teams are. Basically through definitely five, five or six to eight in the playoffs are a joke. You're like, they're yeah, out. You're just going to blow them. Blow by them. How do you think Golden State didn't lose a playoff game to the championship? I don't even know. That's just junk. But, like, this year I feel like there's more of a chance for teams to beat Golden State. Because, like, you look at the, the Rockets and they're just a phenomenal team. James Harden is literally first I even, in points. I, 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 it's, it's, it's not even that. I like that the NBA is spreading wealth. But it's literally doing that. There's like a bottom 50 to the NBA and a top – no, there's like a top 20% of the NBA, and then the rest is 80% of garbage. Yeah. And all they're doing is spreading wealth among the top 20. Gordon Hayward, yeah, great. Thanks for going to the Celtics. Oh, Kyrie, you want to go to the Celtics too? Oh, great. Now the Celtics are taking every player. 
oh, the Spurs, yep, you want to have Kawhi and some good players that, like, Pop makes a little better. Yeah, great. No, no, Pop really makes that team good. Then you got Cleveland, who's got everyone, because LeBron just goes, hey, you want to come play with me? I'm pretty fun to play with her. And then everyone just is like, yeah, LeBron, woo. And, yeah, everyone goes there. And then Golden State, they're like, we have Steve Kerr, and we just run around on the playground and shoot threes. And everyone's like, I want to go play for Steve because he doesn't coach. And it's a joke. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you going to press that button? I didn't even hit it. No, 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 no. But it's, it's just the bottom 50 is like they're like beggars. No, the bottom 80, I mean. They're like beggars on the street like, Give us a player. <laughs> and the thing is, no one comes to their games, so they don't even make revenue. And then Gordon Hayward's like, yeah, you know you know what? I might go to Atlanta. And Atlanta goes, well, well you know, five you cents really, a year. Yeah, we can, we can give you about, like, ten cents and maybe, like, some free sandwiches. We won't make you pay at team dinners. That'd be it. I mean, the rest of us on our team, we split the bill, but, you know, it's... Okay. They're gonna have to start charging for team meetings. Yeah, it's well, just—it's just the NBA is just a league where it's like the NBA is going to junk. <laughs> it's all right though. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like right. If the NBA was a sound, <laughs> that'd be it. All right. Anyway, do your thing. No, <laughs> not that. All right. This is the kudos of the day. I'll just give the kudos. We'll just do a quick one. Um, Andre Drummond. Uh, definitely Andre. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna That's do the sound of the Pistons paper crumbling under my hand. Okay, I'm gonna do the Vegas Golden Knights because they had a great last eight games. I honestly, definitely kudos to them because it's hard being an expansion team, and they're obviously breaking that mold and they're killing the game. So congrats to them. I'm going to be watching them for the rest of the year. Here's what I think of the Pistons' stats when we print out their paper. If you can hear that. Pistons fans are not happy, Andre. We are not happy. Don't we are leave. not satisfied. Please, please don't leave. We are not satisfied with your 3.7, but we are even more not satisfied with it being second on our team. Please don't leave. I'll call out everyone on the Pistons right now. Andre, Reggie, John Lure, Stanley Johnson, Boban, Anthony Tolliver. Okay, don't, don't call out Boban. Avery he's Bradley. Doing, he's doing his best out there. Every one of you sick. guys needs to step up. And if you don't, we're going to lose. And if we don't get some good management, we're going to lose. There. Here you go. You have my say. This has been the Felix and Tim radio show. We got a little heated today. We're obviously going to not be on for the next. I don't even get heated at you. I know. We just get heated at each other. Or no. We just no, get heated not at you. about sports. Because the Pistons and the NBA so far are a joke. We're going to still keep talking hey. about them because they're our passion. Anyway, you won't catch us on next Thursday or the Thursday after that. But be sure to tune in on, like, I don't know, January something. Well, we're, we could do some updates on Twitter Way out. I feel blessed. But we'll be uh, we'll be back in January. Enjoy your Christmas. Safe travels to everyone.
We love you. Merry Christmas, guys. Goodbye.